précautions, on a beau mettre des croisillons à nos fenêtres, passer au bleu nos devantures et jusqu'au pneu de nos voitures, désentoiler tous nos musées, chambouler les Champs-Élysées, un noyauté de terre battue, toutes les beautés de nos statues, voler le soir, les réverbères, plonger dans le noir, la ville lumière. Paris sont toujours Paris, la plus belle ville du monde, malgré l'obscurité profonde. Son éclat ne peut être assombri Paris sera toujours Paris One could call it the holy grail of today's highly urbanized world. The way authorities manage it shapes the way we live, including how much public and green space we can benefit from, how we can move around, what types of services we can find around us, and most importantly, what kind of home we can access. Urban land is a cornerstone of modern cities and today's focus point of making a house a home. Welcome to the podcast of Housing Europe, the European Federation of Public, Cooperative and Social Housing. I'm Michalis Goudis and today in the third episode of our mini-series dedicated to the Housing 2030, joint international initiative of Housing Europe, UN Habitat and UNEC around housing affordability, we'll be looking at how one of the world's major cities, namely Paris, is dealing with the question of land and how this, in effect, influences the provision of social and affordable housing. To do that, we're privileged to have the view of a true expert. Olivier Richard is urban planner and designer at Apour, the Paris Urbanism Agency, a private body that has accompanied public urban policy since 1967. Its mission is to document, analyze and develop forward-looking strategies which address the urban and societal evolution of Paris and Greater Paris. Olivier Richard has been involved in the agency's work for over 20 years now and we contacted him to discuss the links between planning and housing, between land and affordability, at a time that Paris seems to be undergoing a major transformation. What are the tools that the French capital is deploying to improve the provision of affordable homes? Where have the authorities been successful so far and what are the challenges ahead? And finally, where does housing fit into the much-discussed vision unveiled recently by Mayor Anne Hidalgo for the so-called 15-minute city? Olivier Richard has all the answers. Stay tuned. When we look at the situation in Paris today, what sort of efforts are being made to provide more land for the construction of social and affordable housing? Okay, well, at first, I think it's important to, to say that Paris is a bit special because it's one of the densest cities in Europe. So land is rare, land is expensive, but despite these difficulties, um, social housing is one of the key of uh, the city strategy to maintain and straighten the social mix. Today, I, we can say that Paris has more than one-fifth, so to be precise, 21% of uh, social housing. So it means that we have 250,000 uh, social units. The objective is to go further. The national framework fixed a target of 25% to be reached by 2025. Yeah. But the city wants to go further and set itself a more ambitious target of 30% by 2030. So how do we deal with that? So of course, it's, we have to, to find the, the, the land and the opportunities to have more social housing to reach this, this target. 
But we have also other uh, challenges like territorial rebalancing because mm -hmm. we have big difference between eastern and western parts of Paris. Today, half of the supply is still concentrated into just in three of the 20 districts of Paris. Yeah. And to, to go in this direction, we have a urban planning tool, which, uh, which is activated. It means that we have uh, uh, identification of areas where we don't have enough uh, social housing units and where we promote uh, social housing. It means that we all the programs there, which have more than 800 square meters, must integrate 30% of social housing. So it's uh, one of, of the key. It's also say that we have to work about social mixity, but at every uh, levels, at every scales, including inside each buildings. So it means that today we're when we are building uh, a social housing uh, building, we have different types there of social housing you offer. So very social, uh, moderate social, just to, and uh, intermediate uh, offer. Mm -hmm. The idea is really to, to, to promote a social mix there. One of the important things is that we have to, to think about functional mix. It, does, it says that we, we have to work with housing, but with also uh, public facilities, but also with economic activities, and uh, to to think this all globally. And at the end, I would say that one more axis it's to, of course, to to answer the the meat of the the demand. So it means producing more and more family housing units, but it's also working with the quality of the building we are we are building. Um, because we know that it will be the heritage by uh, tomorrow. So it's yeah. really, it's really important things. And uh, how do we deal with that? So, of course, we are building new buildings. We're in our urban project area in Paris, but we also put some reserves in the urban plan, uh, urban regulation plan of Paris. So this is one one part, new buildings. But we also purchase um, existing buildings, and this is uh, also a way to rebalance the social housing uh, offer in uh, in Paris. Today we are experiencing uh, new tracks to develop affordable housing. Like for example, it started last year, so in 2019. And this is about a kind of uh, city's land registry, which yeah. uh, support, uh, which uh, separates the land from the building. And the effect of that is to divide by, yeah, almost by two, the price that we can get to, to, for buying a housing uh, unit. Because today we know that the, the, the land cost is roughly 40% of the, of the price. So that, yeah, that's uh, that's also a new way that we are experiencing and that we we may develop in Paris in the coming years. And of course, also one other thing to try to, to keep housing affordable is to a rent control mechanism that we introduced last year. 
So we already experienced that uh, between 2015 and 2017, but it was stopped because of the national law. But we are going on with that so since last year, and this is also a way to, 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 to maintain affordable housing in the city. It's a very wide mix of tools, I understand, like from rent control to disconnecting land from the other construction costs, uh, balancing, as you said, the, the mix, working towards a functional uh, mix, as you said. In your view, what are the main successes that all this mix of tools uh, have had to date? What are the effects that one can see, uh, for example, on the territory uh, in Paris today? I, I think one of the main success of this multi-tools policy mm-hmm. is to, to maintain uh, middle and working classes in Paris. Because you know that Paris is, a, like many big cities in, in Europe, is an expensive city. Today, uh, the average price for uh, one square meter is around 10,000 euros. So it's not easy to, 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 to maintain when you're working in uh, in hospitals and we know that yes. today this kind of key workers are uh, have to be close to, to, to where they work and uh, so I think that's yeah the, the main success of that is that we still have in Paris middle and working classes and it's really important but it doesn't mean that we we just have to be happy with that because we know that it's far to be uh, sufficient Today, just to give you an idea, the demand for social housing units uh, is about uh, 2,050,000. Uh, so it means that you have to wait for a long time to, to, to get the opportunity yeah. to have such a unit. Today, we, are, we have between 10,000 and 12,000 uh, uh, people who can get one one housing unit, one social housing unit. Mm-hmm. So it means that we, we it's still, still, it's not enough, we know that, yeah. and we have to go on deeper with that. And that's why also we are expanding the, the kind of tools that we are using, because we know that we won't build 2,500,000 uh, uh, social housing units in Paris, because we can't, we don't have enough lands mm-hmm. so we have to 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 find other ways different ways and to use all these tools together to to make the city of paris the most affordable it can be i understand from the type of tools you mentioned that these are initiatives that definitely bring also reactions from certain stakeholders did you have any main challenges, let's say, that uh, the city has faced in implementing these policies that you would m- mention? Speaking with uh, with such a policy and uh, trying to to implement it in in Paris is not that easy. Why? Mm-hmm. It's because the challenge of mixing, of rebalancing, which is one maybe of the most important issue because we want to live in a in a in a social mixed city and it's hard it's hard to convince because it's a pricey strategy of course because mm-hmm. if we want to have housing units on the western uh, district of, of paris it's 
where the land is and the buildings are more expensive than uh, than there are in the eastern parts we have to to debate and we have to agree about what to do that and we know that it's more expensive to build their uh, housing units than on the eastern parts we know also that it's more difficult because the acceptability of the population which is there is not easy to to win and we have to convince them that uh, it will be good for them to have uh, to live in a in a social mix uh, area but as you can imagine it's not that easy and of course the temptation would be easier to just to build social housing where it's less expensive so it means where you we have already uh, a lot of uh, bu bu buildings of social buildings uh, units uh, and especially in the eastern parts but that's not what we want we want really to 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 build social mixed society inside mm -hmm. paris and so of course one other challenge is financing because uh, to agree to to rebalance that you have to finance that and as i mm -hmm. told you uh, the land uh, uh, cost is uh, roughly 40% uh, of the of the cost of, of all that. And the last challenge is, of course, maybe the more important one is the the the, the issue of land resource. And as, as I told you, Paris uh, is uh, is a small city. It's just 100 square kilometer big. So, and it's also it's already a built city. So we have to, to be uh, quite innovative to find land resources. Mm. Of course, we have urban projects, which is a, a rebuilding city over itself. So it's one of the possibility, but we are maybe close to the end of uh, this possibility because we walked a lot over uh, railway beams where we had a lot of possibility and that's the last big uh, urban projects we had in Paris, like Bercy, like uh, Paris Left Bank, like Clichy Batignol, for uh, which are the more iconic uh, urban projects we have now in Paris. But we know that we are close to the end, and we have to mobilize what we name here in Apur uh, the invisible land. <laughs> the invisible land is the potential that is uh, everywhere uh, in the existing urban fabric. Uh, it's, uh, for example, uh, uh, building one more level uh, over a building. It's also uh, working over recomposition about urban recomposition, which can offer new possibilities for uh, a few, maybe one building or two. Well, and it's it's a way we can we can work. But it's speaking about densification of the city and as i told you paris is already very very dense and this is maybe one of the um, of the paradox because we know that density high density is good speaking about uh urban or environmental uh, issues because we mm -hmm. we optimize things we share a lot of things but on the other side the actual crisis that we are facing with uh, COVID-19 is questioning us about about this because physical or, or social uh, distance that we need tells us that uh, we, we we have to maybe to be a bit less dense that we are so 
that's the things we have to think about even if personally i think that density is rather good than than bad so the challenge that we we will have to face now is dealing with uh, density and we know that density is maybe not the the most important criteria about uh, about this these issues because it's really relative it's closely linked to to the service that we have in the city and just to to finish with uh, with an example i would say that in paris we have uh, the 19th uh, district from uh, the haussmann period which are some of the um, most dense part of the cities and that's where the people want to live that's where they are ha- they are happy to live because they have a lot of services lot of facilities lot of uh, shops everywhere uh, close to where they are and on the other way the the districts where which were uh, built in the 60s in the 70s with uh, with the higher high buildings with uh, a lot of uh, open spaces are not the one that the people want to live in compared to to to, to the previous i mentioned because you have less public services you have less shops and the density is sometimes uh, lower than the, the first one so with that example i just wanted to say that be aware about uh, when you speak about density because density is not good or or bad it's just relative to what we can offer speaking about all the services that a city can offer so indeed i understand that for you also the the right way to deal with density to really understand density and deal with that and also to mobilize uh, what you call and i really like this term the invisible land which yeah. is key in a city like paris would be probably the keys that would unlock all the goals that the city has in terms of housing affordability in the future right yeah sure but it's not not only that and mm-hmm. it's acting uh, with different kind of rivers so of course developing so developing with mobilizing invisible land for example uh, developing of course with uh, considering uh, the carbon neutrality targets by 2050 so it means uh, uh, energy renovation etc etc but it's also uh, diversifying the kind of how offer we can uh, we can have so of course uh, considering uh, classic uh, social housing, but it's also uh, considering a new kind of lease. And I mentioned the one who can separate the land to, to, to the buildings, but it's also considering participative housing, for example, but also intermediate rental housing and uh, all that with uh, a kind of rent control mechanism, which can control the, the, the level of rents. But maybe one of the Paris issue and the, the Paris future challenge will be also to think housing uh, policy at a, a broader scale than the city of Paris itself. And in Paris, we have now a new governance level, which is a metropolitan one. So the metropolis uh, of uh, the greater Paris is quite a, a newborn uh, level governance because it was 
created in 2016, so it's uh, less than five years uh, older now. But we really think that it will be it will be the future of the um, affordable uh, housing uh, strategy in Paris and in Greater Paris to think it at a metropolitan scale. And to think it at a metropolitan scale, it means that it will be a way to 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 have a broader offer of uh, affordable housing. But it means also that we have to to have a good an improvement of the public services all around Paris in the metropolitan area, and uh, this is closely linked to what the the big projects that we have now, and especially uh, one uh, which is maybe one of the biggest uh, transport project in Europe which is uh, the implementation of uh, 200 kilometers of uh, a new metro system and which mm-hmm. will offer a new accessibility in the, the world metropolitan area. So t- speaking about metropolitan area, I think is really a key because it will also uh, it will expand the offer that we will have. It will uh, also uh, expand the, um, the rebalancing strategy that we have to face, even at the yeah. metropolitan scale. And uh, yeah, it's it's the way, it's uh, the, the unit that the people are living in today. Because when you live in Paris, you can live in the city of Paris, but you can live also outside the city of Paris in the greater Paris metropolitan. The metropolitan dimension then of the housing policy is definitely something that we should take away from this interview. And final question, Olivier. We've seen yeah. recently uh, Mayor Hidalgo unveiling her plan for turning Paris into a 50-minute so-called city. Yeah. Where does the housing strategy fit within this ambitious plan, in your view? The, the housing strategy is uh, in the center of mm-hmm. uh, this 50-minute uh, uh, planning project because the location where you're living in will fix what you can have around. And in the housing strategy of Paris, as I told you, uh, we are speaking about social and uh, functional mixity. We are speaking about rebalancing, territorial rebalancing. And this means that we are working over proximity. And that's what is behind this 15 minutes uh, strategy. It means that 15 minutes away from the where I live, I will have possibility to do what what I need, what I want, speaking about public facilities, speaking about culture, speaking about walking or so. So I think that's what we are pushing because the, for us, the, a carbon neutral uh, city as we are aiming to be by 2050 has to be set over this proximity scheme to have less needs about transport, to have uh, and to have also a better way of life. Olivier Rissard from the Paris Urban Urbanism Agency, Apur, thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. We have to leave it there for today. This was another episode of Making a House a Home, the podcast brought to you by Housing Europe. Are you interested in housing affordability and the impact that land economy has on it? Then register to the Housing 2030 initiative webinar taking place on May 20th. You can find all information on our website, www.housingeurope.eu, where you can also listen to all previous episodes of our podcast. 
Feel free to subscribe to our feed on any major podcasting platform like Apple Podcasts or Spotify to get the latest episode on your computer or mobile device. Feel free to always drop us a line at communications at housingeurope.eu. Michalis Woodis has produced and moderated this podcast. Thank you for listening. Take care. Pour qu'à ce bruit, chacun s'entraîne On peut la nuit jouer de la sirène Et nous contraindre à faire le zoie En pyjama dans notre cave On aura beau par des ucas Nous couper le veau et même le jazz Nous imposer le masque à gaz Les mots croisés à quatre cases Nous obliger dans nos demeures à nous coucher tous à 11 heures Ah, il sera toujours Paris La plus belle ville